And we're sisters, scientists, and lifelong X-Files fans. And this is We Want to Believe. All right. Let's begin another episode. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Any announcements before we get started? I don't think so. Um, I don't think I have any either. Yeah. Yeah. Dog continues to do well. Oh, Helen, I didn't tell you this yet. I was telling Helen a few dog updates, but I didn't tell you this big exciting news. Um, we have, and you, Helen knows this, but we have two stairs from our kitchen into out the sliding glass door into the yard. And so far Archer has figured out how to go down, but can't get back up on his own. He's literally never climbed those stairs. He always jumps them entirely. And oh. so he, and he's never been good at stairs. The way he gets upstairs or what he used to was he would do a big jump to get started and then run real fast up the rest of them. <laughs> so he's never been able to just climb stairs normally. Huh. He's never, never known how. Um, and so um, what I've been working on is instead of just carrying him in, I set his front paws inside and put his back paw on the top step. So all he has to do is hop the back leg in, but it gives him some oh, practice. Yeah. And then today... While it's snowing, no less, uh, I went to go pick him up to put him inside the house, and he just jumped in. And I was just like, oh, "Oh, okay, we're doing that. So he just went on his own. I was so pleased with him. Oh, what a good boy. He's a good hopping guy. Yeah. He can still be a leaping hound. Yes. Yes, he can. That's awesome. Um, Good for him. Yeah. He's so good. Um. I don't think I have any other updates. Uh, still no news on our possible Mars guest. We're, I'm working on okay. it. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything. Um, yeah, Do we so have like, any updates about the listener who heard the voice say Bob? No further voices. Okay. That's good. So, yeah, that is good. Um, yeah. And I don't have a listener story per se. I mean, I guess technically I am a listener, but it's not supernatural at all. It's more that I have a story about myself that goes with some of the stuff brought up in today's episode. Ooh. So, yeah. And then um, also, while watching today's episode, I didn't take any notes. So... So we'll see how it goes. Okay. <laughs> I have like the Wikipedia thing there to refresh my memory. I just watched it last night and then this morning. So it's fresh in oh, my head. Wow. And I've seen this one before, but. Um, okay. It's not familiar to me at all. I don't think. Okay. I have a feeling I probably didn't ha- recommend you watch it because it's too scary. Um, and oh, it's scary ooh. in a way that you would hate it or it would have at, at least back then. I don't know. It's very devil based. Oh, then yes, I still would hate that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is uh, Dihan de Verlets, which I never knew what it meant. I was never curious to find out what it meant. I don't know why. Like, I just was like, oh, German words, I guess, and never <laughs> looked into it. Um, it translates to the hand that wounds. Ooh. Yeah. And and it's it's immediately clear why the episode is called that. So I don't know why I didn't know that either, because it opens <laughs> in a PTA meeting in okay. um new hampshire and there's see this five, is why five people. i don't attend pta meetings yeah it's... this i mean look i've never attended a pta meeting for all i know yeah. this is standard sure. um they're talking about oh so and so wants to do jesus christ superstar well we can't have that in this town which at first just seems like oh it's too scandalous but then um 
you'll see why they can't have it in this town. And someone else suggests Greece. And then the woman in the group is like, I think Greece doesn't it have the F word? And so they just seem kind of <laughs> prissy or whatever. And it's, it's five people. There's like, I think a, a science teacher, um, a guy in a suit, a woman and a guy who looks kind of trackish. He's in like a track jacket. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, the guy in the suit who kind of seems like the head of things. I was like, who is that guy? I mean, I know that actor. Oh my God, I know that actor. And he seems kind of like the leader. He seems kind of buttoned up in his personality. Um, very, I mean, he's in like a, a suit and it's at a nighttime meeting and it's, you know, that's pretty formal. Um, yeah. His, so I look at who up, who it is. Well, I, I, I figure out who it is. He plays someone on a different 90s show in a very different role. Hmm. It It's Bulldog from Frasier. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, maybe I'm wrong. And I checked and it is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so it's Bulldog from Frasier playing this like serious suit wearing responsible community member. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so they end their meeting and they're like, we should end the meeting with a prayer and somebody else is like, uh, do we have to? And they seem kind of like, no, no, it's what we should do, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. And then they shut the door and then there's like a blaze of light you see kind of from inside the room. The camera's now outside. The yeah. Room. And they start doing this satanic chant, um, oh, which contains the phrase, his is the hand that wounds. And then they repeat it in German. And so I'm like, oh, oh my God, that's why they call the episode that. I don't know why I never picked up on that. Uh, this is this a is... Wong and Morgan episode um, who are kind of famous for writing stuff in the X-Files. Um, oh. They've written a lot of the classic episodes. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, oh. Wong has gotten mentioned before because, um, oh, what episode was it? There was, um, so, I don't remember now, but one of the season one episodes, there was a character, I, it might have been... Um, the ones with the eaves oh uh, uh -huh. where one of them had a name one of the girls had a name and it was spelled in an unconventional way and i looked it up and it was named after wong's wife oh oh okay rings a bell oh, but huh. um anyway they've written they wrote a lot of the later episodes that were pretty famous like i think i want to say they might have written jose chung's from outer space but hmm. I also am not 100% sure, so we'll see if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I interrupted you. What were you going to say about it before I mentioned oh, Wong and Morgan? Just that this is all very early 90s already. I mean, just the whole satanic panic and, you know, yeah. worrying about the kids and the, you know, evil influences. And I yeah. don't know, already it just has very 90s vibes, in yeah. my opinion. It. I mean, absolutely. Although some of the nonsense that gets brought up about satanic panic stuff also reminds me of some of the absolutely insane, like QAnon shit. Like, yeah. And yep. like, I'm like, anybody who's like, oh, Beyonce is bathing in blood or whatever. Um, I'm like, that's not really that different. Yeah. Um, so then we go to the, the opening of the episode and. Mm -hmm. It was so it was a pretty quick cold open. And then we go to uh there's like four teenagers who are going into the woods and they have kind of a like I don't know, the guys have kind of a I don't know, Jay and Silent Bob vibe, if mm, you will, mm -hmm. long hair yeah. and whatnot. And and so it's two guys and two girls, and they're like, Oh, this is where the sacrifices are. We're gonna we're gonna 
do some magic Satan stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it seems kind of clear that it's just that the guys want to get the girls alone in the woods and not in necessarily mm -hmm. a super sinister way, more in a like, oh, maybe they'll be afraid and cling to us or maybe, you okay. know, like, sure. you know, not, not evil, but not right. great either. The same I don't reason know. why I would always suggest watching scary movies on first dates that were going yes. well. Yes. yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so they, uh, one of the boys has a thing copied out, like copied out of a book or ripped out of a book with, and it's that same creepy devil thing that the PTA was reading. And uh, so uh -huh. he starts reading that and all of a sudden there's like flashes of lightning and it's scary. I think there might be like a rats around kind of just running a around. Rat? I think there's rats. Yeah. In the forest. Oh, okay. Um, I think there are rats in the forest. I yeah. Mean, that yeah. I guess, you know, I just found out the squirrels live in nests, like in trees. You just found that out. Yeah. What did you think they did? I thought that, that they lived in like cute little burrows with like yeah. cups of tea. Well, and no, uh, I didn't, I didn't think about the tea, but little I little sweaters. I what I pictured was that they'd maybe live like behind a bush, like, <laughs> like just kind of like hanging out behind a bush, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, no, they no. have nests in trees. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> oh, wow. So yeah. Um, How'd you find they, out? Mom told me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> she had a similar reaction to you, you know? Uh, yeah. It's like, but I mean, hers was also Liz. I have had squirrel nests in my trees multiple years did you ever <laughs> notice them and i was like no i mean i notice very few things i guess but i mean to be I fair no I, what, how I are they, what, what are they doing up there like birds they're like birds kind of i i can't always tell the difference between a squirrel nest and something nefarious like a wasp nest or something oh, okay. i don't know i can't always i usually can but uh I, I don't know. They don't look distinctive enough to me. So I'm defending the fact that you didn't okay, know thank you. that like, oh, that's a squirrel nest. You probably just saw a nest. Okay. Um, it's not like they, you know, make them all squirrely. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but wow. yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm so pretty shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I was kind of thinking you might also be surprised, but I oh, guess not. No. Know? I mean, I am a biologist. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. You probably learned about it in like, yeah. Small animal homes 101 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I did. Did Did you learn about squirrels in particular in any of your classes? No, I don't think so. Um, okay. I did. I took a cool class in college called the evolution of behavior, which was really neat. And we talked about all sorts of different animal behaviors. Um, so like, you know, the bee dance and hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I don't remember anything specifically squirrel based. And that would have been the only real time. I would oh, have. What I know mostly learn... about squirrels comes from ologies. Is that what you were going to say? No, um, oh. that you took Ojibwe as a language and you learned I, the word yeah. for squirrel. Isn't yes, Ajinomo. Ajinomo. And Ajinomog is squirrels? Yeah. Yeah. That's stuck, that stuck with me. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's true. So I did learn some squirrel-based things. Stuff in college. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Rats 
probably rats, live in though. the forest. Do they? I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't uh, matter. Mice, the point mice is, live in the forest. The point is, a figure appears, and the, one sure. of the boys runs off, and he is killed. And that is Ooh. why Mulder and Scully are brought in. I see. And um, the only evidence they have is that paper ripped out of a book, and mm. they can see there's kind of a library stamp on it, and that it ends in the word in America, that that's the title, like, ends in that. And so mm. they go to the library to do some research, and they find that it came from a book called A History of the Occult in America, and they look at who checked it out most recently. And then we flash to a high school where the remaining boy and the two girls are in class, and they're looking very disturbed, and they're being quiet sure. about it. They're not admitting they were there in the forest that night. And they're in science class, and they have a substitute teacher named Mrs. Paddock, who reminds me a lot of, did you ever have Mrs. Moss in junior high? Gosh, that name is familiar. M-A-A-S. Must be Dutch. Now my head is just going to Sarah J. Moss, the author that I love. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that being the same name. But She was kind of tall and thin with brown hair and glasses. Yeah, that's vaguely familiar. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if I ever had her as a cl- in class, but I was aware of her. But this woman looked a lot like her. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. And it made me... So I wanted to double check that was the name of the teacher I was thinking of. So I brought got out my old yearbook this morning. And I also You have then your saw, junior high yearbook still? Yeah. Why would I get rid of them? Wow. Yeah. I never got mine. <laughs> you didn't? No. No. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I have all junior high and high school, and we have Adams as well. Wow! And uh, wow! Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't want them, from what I recall. Oh, I mean, um, no, maybe I did. And junior, I don't know. It's not important, but that I certainly don't have them. Yeah, I have them easily accessible on a shelf. Wow! Cool. Yeah, yeah. Was that and that was. Yeah, so it was Mrs. Moss, but the point is I also saw Mrs. Pleviak in there, who you would never have had, because I think she just taught there for a year. I had her for seventh grade English. She was amazing. She was a wonderful teacher. Um, And I suddenly I remembered her first name was Pamela, and I decided to Google her this morning, going down a little rabbit hole or squirrel nest or whatever. And um, it turns out she is now a love astrologist. Oh. And I was like, is this the same person? Oh, it is. And she talks about her, after her long uh, background in education, and she's done all these retreats about astrology. And I was just kind of like, oh, well. Oh, man. And she was a scene. really she good was a teacher. Wonderful teacher. Yeah. Oh, and man. I mean, it's not like I mean, they're I mutually re- exclusive. It's more right. that. I guess now instead of teaching, she's astrologing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I like people getting out of education, I get because yeah. We yeah. Their teachers terribly. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that, you know, if you're underpaid, I don't know that love astrology would pay you. Yeah. I, it, I don't know. Yeah. It just, it was bizarre. And I was like, I don't oh, have the market the on that. Woman, but it, it is. Um, so that, you know, as somebody who's not, into astrology i was kind of yeah. like yeah, yeah. yeah i mean it could be a lot worse but it was still kind of yeah. weird um, but didn't you study astrology in grad school <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> yeah i know astronomy yeah. everyone just to be real clear <laughs> that was astronomy um although as Those i think i brought things. up on here i did once have a, a girl on the first day of 
at a basic astronomy class that I was teaching ask when they were going to learn about the zodiac and the different signs. And I was like, oh, well, um, we are going to learn about constellations a little bit. So, you know. Um, I've had people ask in anthropology classes when we're going to learn about Bigfoot. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. That's I love fun. the idea that that's like in your like lesson plans or whatever. Like, or, yeah. 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 Like oh, I got to make sure I get to Bigfoot by November, you know, to stay on track. <laughs> I should start including it. Yeah. You should be like, no, he's the missing link guys. We don't have the information yet. I can't teach about him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Or you could be like, if everyone gets like a certain grade, like a certain, like high enough average on the unit exams. And at the end, you'll tell them about Bigfoot. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so there's, there's this teacher. teacher. Yeah. Um, there, she, Mrs. Paddock looks a lot like Mrs. Moss. That's all. Um, kind of short brown hair, glasses, kind of, um, uh, frumpy. I don't know. Okay. Um, very you know 90s flowery shapeless dresses um and, and i don't know we just we see her um she seems a little bit weird i don't know um and then we see the students okay so they're in class and then Mulder and scully interrupt the class to call out the name of the other boy the remaining living boy who tries to climb out the classroom window which is <laughs> not a good plan <laughs> They catch no. him easily and sure. they bring him in and the two girls go with him. And then it is around then, I'm not sure if it's exactly that scene that, um, oh, I forgot to mention something. Um, when they found the body of the the boy, the mm -hmm. eyes and the heart were removed. Uh, so that's okay. got, you know, sinister occult stuff. And sure. like the sheriff they talked to kind of said like, well, everybody knows there's like devil worshippers in this town. There's like all these rumors about it. Um and so we see that the substitute teacher has the eyes and heart in a drawer in her desk. <laughs> so, nice. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, my God. And I forgot something else. Sorry. See, this is because I didn't take notes. When Mulder and Scully are out in the forest and they're looking at the crime scene, it's raining. They both have umbrellas. And Scully's like, I don't know. I think this is just a... Uh, standard murder i don't think this is an x file and then it starts raining frogs oh <laughs> you forgot that it rained i frogs. forgot that it rained frogs yeah and Mulder's like all right so should we go get some lunch and scully's like Mulder, it just rained frogs and <laughs> and he's like oh yeah didn't you say this is just a standard case you know so uh so it's got sort of like a campy vibe at that point that oh I was okay enjoying, okay you know like yeah with the pta doing the devil worshiping stuff mm -hmm. and the frogs and like it's creepy but it's still kind of playful um yeah. mm -hmm. but it gets creepier and creepier which i did not remember oh. like this episode huh. gets darker and darker and uh i mean i think it's well done i just think i just didn't remember that aspect of it um they talk to the boy who admits that yes me and the girls were with him we like the reason we didn't come forward is because we're scared of whatever we unleashed like there's okay. we're scared we unleashed a demon um mm -hmm. and other thing um noteworthy is that when Mulder and scully are at the school grounds they go back into the science classroom and they notice that the drains in the sink are swirling the wrong way Mulder says which hmm. they shouldn't swirl counterclockwise due to the coriolis effect 
Mm-hmm. Turns out he's he's wrong about this. Um, not within oh. the episode. I'm telling you, he's wrong. Um, the drains aren't doing anything weird, but they say they are in the episode. Oh, really? Yeah. So wait. Um, so how? Like they he says they're swirling one way, but they're actually swirling the other. Well, he or... says they shouldn't be swirling counterclockwise, but actually they should, and that's totally normal. oh yeah. oh okay yeah okay. So I don't know. I think it's you want to mistake. Give a one or two sentence explanation of the Coriolis effect I don't because I don't remember enough <laughs> about it to do a good job and well, I don't I mean feel it's just like... that that like the water on, yeah above, I mean, below the equator spins the opposite direction right I mean I'm not sure that's actually true um, ah. that's what I recall is that people think that's true but I'm not sure if it is. Um, oh, it is on okay. the Coriolis force is listed as one of the fictitious forces. Um, what? Which, yeah, um, you're familiar with another fictitious force, actually. Centrifugal? Yes. Yeah, the centrifugal force is fictitious. Centripetal force is real. So if oh, you're thinking, is it just uh... spelling? No. Here is what it is. When you are driving in your car and you're going on to like an on-ramp or an off-ramp where you're curving you feel a pull to the outside of the car that is a fictitious force you are not being pulled to the outside of the car the real force is the force towards the inside of the curve in the opposite direction on your car and your body is just trying to go straight because of inertia and therefore you feel like you're being pulled to the outside I see. Okay. Yeah. And sure. so it's it's another word I see that they use here is uh, inertial forces, that because of your inertia mm. wanting to go straight, you feel that force outward. Um, I just remember having a professor in, in college who said, the centrifugal force is a fake force. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> and uh, with, with a lot of passion. Um, see, and yeah. as I was saying recently, I've taken five physics classes. So, I mean... Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you have taken five physics classes, yeah. of course. Um, yeah. I have not passed all of those. That's the subtext there. Yeah. And and so I should clarify, I'm, I'm refreshing myself now. It is true that just with the Coriolis effects, it is different... Um, that winds and currents tend to flow in different directions north and south of the equator. Uh, However, on the small scale of water in a bathtub or a toilet, um, the Coriolis effect is so small compared to all the other influences on the rotation that it doesn't really affect it. That's what uh, I was recalling as, you know, it's not really true. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So Mulder is wrong. Kind of wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, then we flash back to the group of Satan, not flashback, but we go to all of the Satanists on the PTA and they're like, who killed that boy? Was it one of you? Was it you? Was it you? Like they're all suspecting each other. And then they're like, do you think it's something else? Like, do you think that like, this is because we haven't been devout enough? Like they're not being good Satanists and they're worried <laughs> that like they're being punished for it because they've been kind of like, phoning it in as far as their satanism and they're like we haven't done a sacrifice in a really long time or any of our rituals like maybe that's so funny to me that they're like putting such obvious christian guilt on to yeah yeah Yeah. and i think like that's the intention in the episode and i think it's pretty good that like yeah yeah that that that's what is going on here Mm -hmm. um so uh the 
guy who is played by Bulldog, Jim, I had to look up his name real quick. He still suspects that it's one of the other people and he's real suspicious of the group members, but the rest of them are like, no, I think it's an out outside force. And then there is um, back in science class. Um, there's one of the girls who is in the forest. Her name is Shannon and they're doing um, a fetal pig dissection. Uh, I don't like it. Um, yeah. I mean, when we had to do it in biology class, when I was in college, I think I've told you, my professor looked at me and said, look, you're clearly not doing anything. Why don't you just help me pass out papers? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. So, um, so Shannon has like a total breakdown uh -huh. and um, she runs out and then, and like freaks out and Mulder and Scully go to talk to her. And this is, I think, where the episode gets kind of darker uh, mm. because she delivers this long monologue where she's like, I just had all these memories kind of come flooding back. Um, like she had repressed memories or whatever. Oh. Um, and she's saying like, my stepdad. Oh, because oh, because she gets upset in the classroom and they say, oh, we're going to call your dad to come get you. And mm. then she really, really flips out. And she's like, no, mm. my dad. um abused me and she tells this long horrifying story of abuse and then she's oh. like um and he had me take part in all these satanic rituals with all these other people me and my sister they mm. murdered my sister when she was eight years old as a sacrifice and i had to have multiple babies and they kill the babies and it's all of this Whoa. it's horrible but it's so so out there that it's like Right. It, I mean, it sounds like all those stories of like satanic panic where you're like, right, just right. can't be real. And indeed, mm -hmm. it's not. Um, I'll mm. just tell you right away. Mulder and Scully go to talk to her mom and she's like, no, Shannon has never been pregnant. And, hmm. you know, um, she did and, have a sister who died, but her she died when she was a baby of SIDS, not. Hmm. Um, uh, and not is that like old. true, true? Like, do we find out later that like. Yeah, her mom it is, is lying or no, her is... mom is not lying. It is confirmed that Shannon did okay. not have these things happen to her. Okay. And we do kind okay. of find out what the deal is a little bit okay. later. Okay. Uh, but Shannon believes it. Right. Um, and so uh then we see that her stepdad, the one in question, is is Bulldog, is uh Jim, ah. this PTA guy, and he's horrified by the implications and he's like no i love shannon like that's absolutely not true um but but shannon had mentioned oh but it was all happened in this basement with this dirt floor and Mulder kind of sees that they do have a basement that kind of looks like that but at hmm. the same time a lot of the stuff she was saying couldn't possibly have been true and and then uh I'm, i can't help it bulldog i'm just gonna call him that <laughs> sure. Bulldog gets <laughs> angry and kicks Mulder and scully out and is like hmm. this is not okay um don't I how dare you insult me like this? Whereas I feel like I understand Way to be being suspicious. I know I understand being <laughs> yeah. insulted, but also I don't know. They would not be doing their job if they didn't investigate accusation accusations of abuse like that. Like right. Yeah. Come on. You yeah. know? So um Shannon is going to redo the pig um dissection by herself mm -hmm. to still get credit she's like no no i'm gonna do this i can handle this um just her give her an alternative assignment man like it, well it's clear that the mrs paddock um, is up to something remember I she see. is 
Right. She's got a, a heart and eyeballs in a in a drawer. Um, That's right. And so she offers to take Shannon's charm bracelet for her um, while she does the dissection because Shannon is alone in this room. And Mrs. Paddock goes into her office with the bracelet and then holds the the bracelet over a candle and starts doing all this weird it was described as uh because i had captions on because well one, okay so the reason i didn't take notes is that i was taking a bath um so <laughs> um so for part of it I, I didn't but i put on captions so that i could hear well and it's described as repeated grunting grunting intensifies because <laughs> as she's like doing this spell and her eyes are getting all creepy um and then shannon you don't see it, but Shannon looks at the scalpel and then all of a sudden there's blood all over and Shannon is dead. Well, I was going to say, and I doubt this is just like an accident. I'm sure this has to do with, you know, the spookiness of the episode. But like, this, you know, biology teacher 101, you don't leave students alone with scalpels. Like, that's I mean, like, you don't just it, like leave a student alone with a scalpel in a room. That's basic yeah. science safety. Yeah, it seems really straightforward to not do that yeah. yeah um and so uh at that point shannon is dead the mm. uh bulldog is very upset the pta sure. devil worshippers meet again and the rest of them are like hey we can blame all this on shannon she's dead now no harm oh, we can say she's the one that killed that boy yeah and uh bulldog is not okay with this um and so Mulder goes back because uh bulldog and and his wife are staying are gonna stay elsewhere so he's like i'm gonna go investigate the house and scully's like i'm gonna try to find out more about this teacher this mrs paddock because mm -hmm. um it's kind of weird the guy that she took over for um because she's a sub he mm -hmm. had not he'd taken two sick days in an entire 15 year career and all of a sudden he's sick and it's Okay, necrotizing fasciitis? Is it the flesh-eating bacteria? <laughs> and Scully's like, so that's not normal. No. Um, so, so so she's like, I'm going to investigate her and, and stay behind and do some research um, on, like, the school's computer with the black and green screen. Oh, um, funny. Yeah. Um, I Oh, I will mention earlier on, there's, like, a side note when they're talking about the occult and, like, how they want to blame devil worshippers for stuff. Um, that Mulder and Scully look at some account where it's very, very similar language, except it's blamed on Jewish people. And it is writing from uh. Uh, Germany in the 30s. And they're talking about how like um, how similar. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Conspiracy theories against mm. minority groups. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, OK, good that they're acknowledging this, although except right. here they actually are devil worshippers. But they're not at well okay we'll get there we'll get there okay. so um yeah so Mulder is in the basement alone at the house of these people uh -huh. um and it is creepy looking down there and it's dark and then all of a sudden there's bulldog in the darkness waiting for Mulder, and ah. it seems like oh god he's gonna attack him but no he is waiting there in the dark that's normal um to confess and say i was so appalled by the other people wanting to blame my daughter mm -hmm. uh that i'm gonna tell you everything and i'm gonna ah. name all of them and he's like yeah we're all devil worshipers here's what happened with the rituals shannon witnessed them as a child a lot of kids would and what they do is oh archer is rolling on his back again he's so good 
he's a good boy. I'm sorry, I can't help it. He's so good. <laughs> he's a very he good is. boy. He's a good boy. Um, so uh, she, he's like, she witnessed them. She was not participating in anything. There was never any abuse. But we put uh, like hypnotic spell on our kids who witness stuff so that then they kind of gradually remember stuff when they become 18 or 21 and they can decide if they want to join the religion. Hmm. Okay. Um, and he's like, so somehow, and I don't know how he says she got those memories tangled up with all of these like satanic panic, fake abuse stories. And it all came hmm. out and it seems that's true. That okay. like she took some okay. of the like common narratives and media, but like, mm. but how did that happen? It seems clear Mrs. Paddock was involved in making her have these memories come out. Ah, uh, okay. Um, Mulder is talking to Bulldog in the basement when uh we see that Scully is uh at the school in the dark doing her research alone. There's a power outage at the school, probably caused by Mrs. Paddock. In the dark, Scully drops her pen. Mrs. Paddock steals the pen and then uses it to do another one of her creepy candle rituals. And instead of attacking Scully, what she does is calls Mulder and uh, on his cell phone. She has a cell phone. Um, and it sounds like Scully and her voice is breaking up. And she's like, you need to come back to the school. I need help. And um, at that point, Mulder handcuffs bulldog in the basement so he can't go anywhere because i guess hmm. they have committed crimes but it doesn't really seem clear to me what to be honest yeah. with you um right. and uh he goes back to the school and the long and short of it is a big giant snake eats bulldog oh gosh yep and uh like jafar and aladdin at the end Yes. Okay. Yes, like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and then we see all that's left in the basement is like a weird looking human skeleton that the snake spit out and hmm. some snake skin. And so Mulder talks to Scully and Scully's like, no, I didn't call you. You know, I don't know. So they go back mm -hmm. to the house and they find the skeleton and they find the snake skin and they're like, oh, something's weird. And you see Mrs. Paddock has like snake eyes for a moment. Ooh. Um, <laughs> and they go back to the school. They see, uh, also we see that the, the remaining PTI members are like, we got to do something. We haven't been devout enough. We have to prove like we're, we're clearly being tested. There's something evil here. Um, we need a sacrifice. And it's unclear to me at first what they're going to do for a sacrifice until the guy says, I think Mulder's on to us, but that'll make the sacrifice even more powerful. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, they're going to they're going to sacrifice Mulder and Scully. Okay. So uh, Mulder and Scully go back to the school and the PTA is like waiting for them and they like knock them out and, and tie them up and they're like in the hallway and they're going to like stab them. And one of the guys has them at gunpoint, but then all of a sudden we see the, uh, we see Mrs. Paddock doing one of her creepy spells over a candle and the guy mm -hmm. with the gun just kills everybody else instead. Whoa. And Mulder and the Scully are suddenly freed. And then huh. the power comes back on and then they see written real big uh, on the chalkboard in the science room. It was lovely working with you or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
and okay. that's it. So, and that's it. and that's it. So Mulder and Scully never truly suspect Mrs. Paddock. I mean, Scully looks into her, but can't find anything suspicious in her background. Hmm. So they're kind of tricked. Uh, you huh. know, they kind of don't know. But she saved them. She it saved seems. them, it seems. But I don't think okay. it was so much to save them as it was to punish the other devil worshippers for being mm. bad devil worshippers. So ah. basically, she's like the devil or a devil or hmm. an associate or employee of the devil who's <laughs> like, these devil worshippers are doing a bad job with their worship. So I'm going to come take care of things. And because she even says something like, there's no saving them like they can't they're not redeemable they've done they're too crummy i guess <laughs> uh so yeah and it's like it's weird because it has these kind of ridiculous elements but then these really dark elements too so i don't hmm. know okay. it's a weird episode yeah. wow huh yeah so you never saw that one no i don't think so hmm yeah i mean it's very satany but it's not it doesn't sound particularly like, I mean, some of the other ones, like we've talked about, like the next one with Dwayne Barry or no, yeah. no, not Dwayne Barry. Um, Donnie Faster. Donnie Faster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is uh, way more. That's way creepier. Right. This sounds more campy. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's scary, but mm-hmm. it's not scary in like a. It's more un- unsettling and dark. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's talking yeah. about some really grim stuff. Some terrible right. things happen. But it's not like something where you're going to be afraid for yourself or something. Like, Although I am Donnie Faster. alone in a science building by myself right now. That so I true. Mean... Do you have any candles in your office? <laughs> no, I don't. That would okay, that's be a, not allowed. <laughs> uh, I got some fake candles for my office that are very convincing. They even do like the flickering. Oh yeah. Um, One of my colleagues has some of those in hers. I could go yeah. get them. <laughs> well, could you actually <laughs> do you have keys? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. you're, I'm not going to, but yeah, oh, I but... could. <laughs> but I mean like you have keys to other people's offices. Yeah. Our key for our office works for all of the biology offices. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good. I have good colleagues. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's really weird. I mean, occasionally that's really helpful, though. If like, um, like in February when I had COVID, I was like, oh, my gosh, now I need my laptop and it's in my office. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, one of my colleagues was able to go get my laptop for me. Yeah, Um, for sure. Also, sometimes people will come into my office for chocolate. Sometimes I'll go into (laughs) my colleague Rachel's office for different kinds of chocolate <laughs> that's awesome so, yeah wow i do not have that and it has been a pain because there's i've gotten better there's a long stretch of time where i was locking my keys in my office about once a week oh man and it was a yeah, real pain. it's also really nice for that yeah yeah because mm-hmm. yeah, occasionally one of us will do that as well and then wow. zach has keys to everything in the building <laughs> Wow, everything. Yeah. Everything. Yes, he can go anywhere in the science center. Does he ever go anywhere weird just because he can? I don't think so. Um, I think he's like, is he in your ceiling right now? <laughs> no, he's probably with your kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he's at the YMCA. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> 
That's just what he wants you to think. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, he can, he has all the power as far mm. as the limited amount Neat. of power. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, so a few other things oh, I wanted to mention okay. about that episode yeah. was just some stuff I looked up about repressed memories. Um, oh yeah. I read an interesting study. It was in a journal just called memory. Um, mm-hmm. and it's from 2022 and it's, um, it's called what science tells us about false and repressed memories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by Henry Otgar, Mark Howe and Lawrence Pitias. Um, It's some, it, it looks very legit. I don't know. They're uh-huh. uh, scientists in the UK and the Netherlands and Belgium. Mm. Um, and so they're kind of doing an overview where like they differentiate between unconsciously repressed memories, things that we try to forget. And then things that, you don't actually ever forget and then things that are false memories. So like um, what they find is that it's pretty easy to like looking at all of the different studies to implant false memories that on average, when they do these experiments where they try to implant false memories, about 30% of people are successfully tricked into thinking they're real. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, the examples they give, they said that like with negative things, they seem to stick even better. That um, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they give examples and they're clearly like, they mentioned in the article, like you can't try to impre- uh, trick people into thinking really terrible things, but hmm. you got to test it. So they'll be like, you once got your finger stuck in a mousetrap. You were in the hospital. Uh, you got lost at Disney World. Uh, and then there's other like neutral or nice things like you took a hot air balloon ride. And there's <laughs> been all these different studies. Um, they also found that because I guess one of the the things about abuse accusations and stuff is like they were like, well, if somebody claims it's repeated, like in a lot of these uh, satanic panic cases in the 80s, they're like, maybe that's harder to implant and they found that especially with kids no that's not the case um you absolutely can trick people into thinking something happened repeatedly whoa yeah um so it seems like we can absolutely create false memories the issue they bring up is that when doing surveys of what people believe about the possibility of repressed memories is that huge amounts of people believe that bad memories can be unconsciously repressed. And the problem with this is that then if clinicians and therapists believe that they can be accidentally planting things in people's minds. Ah, okay. And what is, what do the data say about the, you know, amount that happens? Did they mention that? Do you know what I'm I'm Amount of actually fake memories or whatever? No, no, no. The amount of memories that are actually repressed. Like how often that actually happens. I mean, almost never. Oh, wow. Almost never. Yeah. Um, Unconscious, actual, like you don't choose to repress it. It just, your brain represses it for you. Almost never. Um, Oh, wow. Okay. What they have found, though, is that there can be a little bit of haziness because people can also be talking about repression of memories when you just try to forget something. And if you try to forget something, they're like, look, we need to do more studies about this. But we found that if you like, you tell people a list of words and you say, try not to remember these, people actually can not remember them. Like, huh. 
And so I thought I might do an experiment with you real quick Ooh, okay. on these notes. Nothing sure. scary. Okay. Okay. Um, so I need to. I was I'm never lost at Disney World. I'll tell you no, now. It's not, I'm not going to try to implant false memories. I'm going to see if I can get you to remember certain things and forget others. Ooh, okay. okay. All right. Um, I need just a moment of prep. I am so sorry. So just that's, give me oh, that's one fine. second here. Um, I've actually worried about this before. I've actually been anxious yeah. about the potential of having repressed memories. Um, and I have, I've talked to my therapist about this and her, and she told me, she's like, yeah, that, no, that's not actually really a thing. Um, people don't actually really subconsciously repress stuff. Um, yeah. that's, you're just anxious. <laughs> yeah. I've worried about getting false memories myself. Like I, that's, I've, I've told my stepkids, if you're ever accused of a crime, don't let them implant memories on you of having committed it. Cause I read this yeah. story in Oprah once where that totally happened. Um, oh yeah. 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 Like, Especially with kids. Yeah. From what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We are ready for our game. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So to refresh actual repressed memories almost never exist. People can try to make themselves forget things, but in general, when something traumatic happens, people remember it, is what right. multiple studies show. People remember it real well. Right. Um, it's just even pieces they, of it that are foggy or... Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And so yeah. they're like, there's still work to be done on this. Um, and people consciously trying to forget things, that's where we need to do research. And so you and I will do a little research. Okay. I'm going to you, read you a list of words. Okay. I want you to do your best to remember the animal words and forget the non-animal words. Okay. So if it's not an animal, don't remember that I said it. Okay. So I'm gonna only remember you, the animals. Only remember the animals. Got it. And then what I'm going to do is we're going to talk a little bit more. And then I'm mm -hmm. going to ask you to try to repeat everything that I said. But I want okay. and, and you're going to have to do your best. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to read this list to you now. Okay. Okay. Elephant. Sea lion, house, carp, tree, rocket, giraffe, broccoli, lion, rocking chair, snowsuit, dog, lemur, and champagne. Okay. And if you're playing along at home, continue. You may. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I'm going to finish what I was going to say about the rest of that research. Okay. Basically, they did say there's still some work to be done because there's some sense. I don't know much about this, but like when people have something traumatic happen and then they do that EMDR, that like rapid eye yeah, movement yeah, yeah. thingy. Right. And that that seems to help with making the traumatic memories less um, vibrant, I guess. Right. Or like... Um, but yeah, the I think the thought is that truly repressed memories, as were represented in these satanic abuse cases in the 80s, are almost never real. Um, huh. 
Okay. And I think that, and again, I didn't do any research on this now, but it reminds me of the same sort of thing that they found that that tends to be true with people with multiple personalities, that that's almost not true as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. That's Um, interesting because I don't know. I wonder how many people have been falsely accused of Sure. I mean, Times because you of can this. certainly look up like daycare providers, right? From like the yeah. 80s. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, mm-hmm. my, my one memory, cause I mean, you're too little to have remembered any of that live. I would think. Oh no. Oh my God. So many Oprah episodes. About, oh, okay. Really? Well, not, not necessarily. I don't think they were necessarily talking about Satanists, but it was, I think spinning off of that, all this mm. unnecessary panic about, you know, what's happening at daycare centers, who Uh, is watching your children, uh, you know, lots of that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, My only memory of it is I was in the car with our grandma once and she had the radio on some Christian station. And Hmm. I remember them talking about how the band Twisted Sister worshiped the devil. And, (laughs) and I retained that until I got, I don't know, probably my late teens and was like kind of looking back at stuff about hair metal. And I was like, I don't think they were Satanists. (laughs) I don't think the guys who do, we're not going to take it. Like, I don't think D Snyder is a Satanist at all. Um, did you look it up? Is he? Uh, he, no, he's not. No, he's not. Um, (laughs) no, definitely not. Um, yeah. It's a great song. I've been listening to that a lot lately. <laughs> oh, nice. It's it's yeah. invigorating. Yeah. It is. Maybe he yeah. wrote it about he's not going to take these accusations of Satanism anymore. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. And uh then I also wanted to tell you about my own little story of uh false memories. Mm. I think I accidentally had one created the other day. Um, <laughs> and it's a really benign situation. It's nothing bad at all. But I was like, I, I feel like my brain is such that I could like be very susceptible to this. So yeah. the best thing I can do is not trust any of my memories super much unless like unless I write stuff down and it's right when it happens. Mm. If I'm just like, oh, yeah, that sounds familiar. Like, for example, me and Amanda hung out a lot in college and sometimes... <laughs> I'll be like telling a story and she'll be like, you weren't there. (laughs) And I'll be like, oh, oh, I wasn't. Oh, okay. It's like, I just heard her tell it so many times. I start to picture I was there, you know? (laughs) So like in in those ways, I feel like it's easy for me to mix stuff up. Um, And so this is, this is super, super banal, but we're watching Taskmaster and the contestants have to do a task where they had to, figure out the magic word to pull a sword out of a stone. And the magic word ended up being Whittacum, which is the last name of the first Taskmaster winner uh, from the mm. first season, Josh Whittacum. And okay. somebody said something about, well, what did he do with the sword or something like that? And there was some remark about him throwing a sword in a lake. And hmm. I was like, oh, was there a task where Josh Whittakam threw a sword in a lake or something like that? And I started remembering it. And then I hmm. looked it up and there's no such task. There's nothing. Huh. Not at all. Yeah. Huh. There's no, there was no sword in the stone task in season one with Josh Whittakam. But huh. I just kind of misunderstood this remark and started being like, oh, I can kind of picture that. And I think my brain was pulling up other um pictures of like swords right. being thrown in lakes i was thinking maybe about trogdor the burninator a little maybe i don't know with the throwing the baby i don't know um and so and so it seemed real huh yeah yeah 
Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I know this has happened before because I know that we, I have had the same experience as Amanda oh. where oh. you'll start talking about something and I'll be like, you weren't there. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's like I have a vivid imagination and not the most yeah. fantastic grip on reality. I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, I just watch it, you know, I'm just, you know, just yeah, watch it. That's it's also why, like, after I saw the demon bunny, um, which you can listen back to our very first bonus episode uh, in season one, where we talked about the demon bunny. The first thing I did was write a very detailed account of everything I saw in my journals and drew some oh. pictures and stuff so that I'd be able to draw on that later and and have it while it was fresh in my mind. That's very smart. Yeah. 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 Right, would, would, actually, would you, oh, go ahead. Yes. No, I was just going to say that I was listening to something... Shoot, I think it was maybe a podcast, but I can't remember which one or why. Um, but they were talking about scary memories and stuff mm -hmm. um, and how they end up being, you know, not necessarily something actually scary, but that like the basically mm -hmm. the difference between I know we've talked about this on here before between like sense and perception. Oh yeah. Okay. And your like your perception should not be called into question. You saw what you saw, but that it not, it wasn't necessarily something nefarious. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 I can't remember what podcast that was, hmm. but. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Would you like to try to repeat the words now? So am I trying to repeat all of them or just yes. the animals? No, you are going to try them? to tell me every single word you remember me saying. Okay. Do your Does best. Does it have to be in order? That, not at all. Does okay. not have to be in order. Do your absolute best. That is key. Okay. Okay. Ele elephant, giraffe, yes. dog, carp, house, champagne, rocking chair, lemur. Hmm. That might be it. Let me think. Uh... Um, did I say elephant? You did. Carp? Did I say carp? You said carp. Lion? Lion. Very good. I think that's it. I think that's all okay. I got. Well, you remembered six of seven animal words and three of seven non-animal words, which oh. were the ones you were trying to forget. Okay. So, Interesting. Now, obviously, this could be... Animal and non-animal are pretty broad categories. It might be easier to remember animal words because you know it's an animal versus the others are just not. I just made this study up off the top of my head. Probably it wasn't sure. very well designed. But the only animal you forgot was the sea lion. Oh, the sea lion. Yeah. Yeah, that and was the second one. I was trying was. to make like a little picture in my head of all the animals next to each other. Uh, oh, nice. Darn. And then uh, the other words that you forgot were tree, rocket, mm. rockly, and snowsuit. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Rocket is familiar. The others are not. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So huh. just, cool. Just for fun to replicate that. Yeah. Or not I like replicate. it. I don't know. It's fun to do experiments here. Sure. Um, You got any other stories or anything else we should talk about? I don't think so. What's up next? Um, it is not called First Blood, which is what my brain is telling me. That's kind of rocky <laughs> or something. Learned, yeah. You cannot trust your brain. No, you, I can't. Um, no, it is Fresh Bones. I had the initials Ooh, right. Fresh um, Bones. Yeah, but I believe it is 
going to be one, and I could be wrong, but it seems like it could be one where we're going to be like, mm, that hasn't aged well. It's got a Haitian refugee um, camp and uh, some voodoo, I think. Oh, well, it's maybe yeah. a good one for the anthropologist. Yeah, I think that'd be good. And then okay. after that, <gasps> Colony and Endgame. So those are ex those are conspiracy ones with oh, the okay. alien bounty hunter oh man okay yeah awesome. i can't believe he shows awesome. up this early so i'm yeah. excited oh that's great um, well he we've seen have we seen him no we've just seen something similar happen in the um it, red it, museum episode yeah that's yeah right. no this is okay. if it's the alien bounty hunter i'm thinking of it's the dude who mm -hmm. kind of looks oh yeah unfamiliar <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So yeah. Fresh bones is up next. All right. Awesome. Great. Until, Until next, next time. week. Bye.